Welcome to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Each weekday, Dr. Crisp will be discussing biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Tune in daily to start your day right and deepen your understanding of how to better walk the way and enjoy the journey. Here's your host, Dr. Tony Crisp. Welcome to On the Way. This is Tony Crisp, and this is podcast number 106. Today, we're going to be talking about Yom Teruah, the day of the blowing of the trumpets, the blasting of the trumpets, sometimes called Rosh Hashanah. Rosh means head or beginning, and the word ha is a definite article. Shana is the word for year, the head of the year. It is the civil new year. Now, in the feast of the Lord in the appointed days, we have been looking at these various times throughout the year when God says, I want an appointment with you. I want a time with you where I can emphasize something with you that's very important to our relationship. And so we have looked at Passover, unleavened bread, first fruits, which is the waving of the sheaf of the barley harvest. And again, these are on God's timetable messianic because the Lord Jesus was born, I believe, in the beginning of the year. That's my belief. But I can tell you about the rest of what I'm telling you. It's not just my belief. It's what the Word of God says. And Jesus was crucified on Passover. He was raised on the day of first fruits. The Holy Spirit came and the church was birthed at the day of Pentecost, Shavuot, the Feast of Weeks. And now we come to the blowing of the trumpet. And the scripture says in Leviticus chapter 23, Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, In the seventh month, on the first day of the month, you shall have a Shabbat rest, a memorial of blowing of the trumpets, Yom Teruah, a holy convocation. You shall do no customary work on it, and you shall offer an offering made by fire to the Lord. Now, in the book of Leviticus, that's all it says. But in Leviticus 25, which we will look at later, to look at the year of Jubilee, you will see that this began the sabbatical years. This is when all of the trading was done from a civil standpoint, and commerce was registered from Yom Teruah, from the first of the civil year. And we have something like that in our own culture. For instance, we have January 1, that's the beginning of the fiscal year for most, but the beginning of the church year always, when I was a boy, was the first of October. And that's when everybody switched classes. That's whenever the Sunday school started new. Then they backed it up to September. And the reason was is because that's when the school year kicked into high gear and everyone went back to school and the changing of the classes. And uh, many times, many churches today still have their church year starting at a different time than January 1, because in one sense, that's the middle of the church year. And some schools, most of the schools that 
I've been associated with and the ones where I have served as trustee, they began their year July the 1st. That's when they began their new year. That's when they began their fiscal year. And so we're used to this kind of thing happening where there's two new years. So don't come back and say, well, that's hard for me to understand. I can't believe they're having two new years making this difficult. God doesn't make anything difficult. We're the ones that make it difficult because we want it our way. The fact is there's a religious new year in the spring of the year, and that's the beginning of the months. And then on the seventh month, and it is the seventh month, yes, God is into numbers, he said, I want you to have a new beginning. And so when the day of trumpets begin and they blow, that is the beginning of 10 days until Yom Kippur, the day of atonement. And when the trumpets blow, that's not only the beginning of a new year, but it is coming down to the day of atonement, the most serious day of the year, the holiest day of the year to the Jew and to the Lord. And so that is when indeed the days of awe began, which was 10 days of reflection, of repentance, of returning to God, uh, reconciling with brothers and sisters. And it all made sense because the beginning of the year was when uh, the sabbatical year started. It's when slaves were released. It's when everything got going in a new way. And so we're right in the middle of that time right now, even as I make this podcast. And it's also the beginning of a new era on God's timetable. When you turn to the New Testament, especially to passages like 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, Paul talking about the resurrection and the beginning of a new day, what we call the rapture of the church, the snatching away of the church, that is when it is inaugurated also by the blowing of trumpets. He said, I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep, that you sorrow not as others who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are asleep. And let me just stop and parenthetically say, you can go back to my week that I podcast on death and dying, and I explain these verses to you. But verse 16 says, For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with a voice of the archangel, and with the trumpet of God. There it is, that trumpet sounding. And the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be rapturo. We shall be harpazo. We shall be caught up, snatched away together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus shall we ever be with the Lord. Then he said, Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Now, the scripture teaches it's appointed unto men once to die, and after that, the judgment. And so everyone has died except Enoch, who was in the book of Genesis, and of course, Elijah going up in a chariot of fire as Elisha witnessed that. But when you come to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, God says, now this I say unto you, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does corruption inherit incorruption. What Paul is saying to the Corinthians is, we can't go to heaven like this. Behold, I tell you a mystery. I'm going to show 
you a mystery. I'm going to explain a mysterion. Now, mystery in the Bible, there's several in the New Testament. There's the mystery of how God would become man and God manifest in the flesh. That's a mystery that was hidden even from the angels as to how it would all come about. And the prophets, Isaiah, couldn't even get it himself. That's what First Peter chapter 1 says. So it was a mystery hidden in the heart of God, how Jews and Gentiles would all be brought together by the grafting in process. That was a mystery. That God would break down the wall of partition that separated. That was a mystery. And here is another mystery. Behold, I tell you a mysterion. We shall not all die, but we shall all be changed in a moment at the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet, at the sounding of Yom Teruah the day of the trumpets. For the trumpet will sound, and the dead in Christ will be raised incorruptible, never to die, never to see corruption, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. That's all going to happen with the blowing of the trumpets on Yom Teruah. You see, the next great event on God's messianic timetable is the end of the age and the beginning. Notice it's a seven. It's in the seven months when that begins. It will initiate a period of seven years. Now, I don't have time to go into the prophetic significance of seven and all the blowing of the trumpets. I just want you to tie it together that God knows what he's doing. He knows where he's going. And what you and I need to do is get on board and walk with him on the way. This is Tony Crisp. Thanks for listening to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Tune in every weekday for information on biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Fridays are for your questions. Email your questions to questions at TonyCrisp.org. Then just listen for your question to be answered on Friday's podcast. That's questions at TonyCrisp.org. Thanks for listening and have a blessed day on the way.